Hello, my lover girls, and welcome to BS with Bethany Simcoe. This is your host, Bethany Simcoe. I am driving currently. I'm on my way to New Mexico to stay there for the night and then drive to LA and then hop on a plane to get to Hawaii. So guess who the fuck is in the middle of her move to Hawaii? It's me. I feel like this has been coming for the longest time. And at the same time, I it doesn't feel real yet. Like, it's not real. I actually don't even... I'm just going for a vacation, right? Like, I'm going to come right back. This really does not feel real yet. But can I tell you about my day? So I'm going to be on this road for the next 356 miles. So I've got time to chit-chat. Okay, babe, it's going to get a little loud in here because my car thinks that she needs to make the most noise while I drive. So let's all just put on our big girl pants and work with it here. I still have six hours and 16 minutes left to this drive, but it's nice and cozy and warm in my car, which is going to get me in trouble because I only stay awake if it's cold in my car. So I'm going to turn this down real quick to like a good 67, freeze myself out so I don't fucking fall asleep while I'm driving. But yeah, it's currently 7.06 and I'll be there around 12.21. So that brings me to this morning. Okay, so I was supposed to get out of the house by 9 a.m. So my parents came down this weekend to help me move, which was so nice of them. But at the same time, I was like, wow, there are a lot of cooks in this freaking kitchen right now. You know what I'm saying? So it was nice. Was I stressed? Yes. Have I been stressed for the past month straight? Yes. Has my skin felt the effects of that? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm getting distracted already. Let's actually back up about a week because... I have to tell you about last Sunday. Oh, my dear heaven. If you saw my TikTok, you know, but like I literally disappeared from TikTok, which fun little stat until that day, I'd gone two years posting every single day. So that broke my freaking two year streak and I was not happy about it. But basically, I was super tired. It was probably like 6 p.m. and I was just like trying to get some editing done. And I was like in the bath trying to edit. And I was like, bitch, I'm going to fall asleep. So I get out of the bath. I'm like still trying to like edit a little bit. Tried to edit a draft and it just started loading. And I was like, TikTok's having a whole breakdown. So I set my phone down. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to take a nap. I lay down. My phone also lays down. Everyone's laying down. It's nap time for the whole family. And then I wake up and I'm like, okay, rise and shine, bestie. No, this bitch gave up the ghost. She's down for the count. She does not want to participate and I'm not having it. So the screen is still black and loading. And I was like, okay, this here TikTok app is being the main character and I'm not, I'm not about it. Like you need to get your act together. And then I realized, oh my God, my phone will not turn off and it will not turn on. My phone bit the fucking dust. So it turns out that like, I don't, I still actually don't have a turns out story for you. My guess is like it was maybe my storage, but I have two fucking terabytes of storage. Okay. I take a lot of photos, but not that many. Fun fact, I have like 91,000 photos and I think like 14,000 videos on my phone. Don't ask because I don't know. In this house, we take a lot of photos. Anyways, let's get back to the issue here. So I'm enjoying my time as a pioneer before the dawn of electricity i'm getting some packing done it's kind of nice like not being on my phone not having to stress about editing not having to stress about social media i'm in my cleansing era okay i'm healing i'm becoming one of nature and then i was like okay this is like not fucking funny anymore this is literally my job my livelihood is on the line if we get our act together that'd be so cool so then i start like 
hard resetting it and soft resetting it and like in the middle resetting it, all resettings. I couldn't figure out what the fuck to do. I'm Googling, I'm doing YouTube tutorials, I'm doing everything these freaking gurus are telling me to do and nothing's working. So I plug in my phone, I do all the things and my computer pops up the little thing that's saying, your files are corrupted. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck your corrupted files. I don't want to hear this. So it's like 1am at this point. I'm like, I have to go to bed. I literally am so tired. I'm going to crash. I go to bed. And the next morning I wake up and I go, hey, Apple Store employee number one. Oh, no. First thing I do is I text my friend Bailey and I was like, you need to get in the freaking car with me and you need to come to the Apple Store because, babe, I don't have a phone. I can't get any directions. I can't get any texts. I am dead to the world right now. So I pick her up. We hop in the car. We go to Apple Store number one. We're shut out of luck. Mind you, this entire time. Oh, my God. We have to go back another week to two weeks ago. I'm telling you, the universe is testing me. So a week before that, I had done something. I don't know what happened, but like my back started hurting. I was like around the time of my lymphatic drainage massage. I don't know if you guys remember that, but like that was honestly really freaking cool. Two weeks ago, timeline, back starts hurting, gets worse over the course of the week. This day, it was at like probably a nine pain. I've hurt my back to a 10 pain to where I had to call my brother and say, hey, I have fallen and I can't get up because I'm an 80 year old lady. But genuinely, like, my back has always been so bad. I was a gymnast growing up. I think I may have like herniated a disc or something, but like every once in a while, I'll hurt my back enough to the point where I literally cannot stand up. Like I won't, be, I'll hardly be able to move my, move my legs. So it wasn't like 10 status. I could get up off the ground, but it was like almost there. I couldn't put the duvet cover back on my bed. I could barely get up out. I could barely walk around. I was like nearly in tears this whole day because my back was so bad. My phone was broken and I was like, okay, this is as bad as it can get, right? Wrong. First Apple store does not have the part that we need. I don't know what fucking part they need, but something went bad. So they're like, okay, we've made you an appointment at the next Apple store. Go there in about an hour and they'll have your part. So we go there, we give them my phone. I'm like, hey, bestie, can you figure this out? And they said, yes, give us a few hours. I don't have a few hours because this day it's a Sunday and I'm supposed to have my going away party on this Sunday. Now, I've been packing, I've been hustling my ass off, I've been doing every which thing except for plan. So I was like, okay, it's fine. Sunday morning, I'll wake up early, I'll plan this party, I'll pack, I'll clean my apartment. Because my apartment was like atomic bomb level, not clean, okay? Not party ready, not packed. I was like, this is my moment to get shit done. They're like, come back in a few hours. I'm like, bitch, I don't have a few hours. I have a party and I have packing and I have cleaning and I have people coming over. The host in me was absolutely quaking. Also, I was hardly packed at all, and I was leaving in a week. And I was like, this is not good. Anyways, we make a little target run to grab some supplies. We come back. My phone is fixed, but they had to completely reset it because they redid the back of my phone. So they kept the screen, which is hysterical because I've never scratched a phone screen in my life until I got this brand new phone. Which, by the way, my phone was only a month old. The phone that broke was only a month old. And within the second day of having it, I scratched the screen. And I was like, I've never done this in my life. What is this happening right now? So they kept only the scratched part of my screen and like replaced the entire back of it. I'm like, how kind of you, you thoughtful soul. And then it was completely reset. And I was like, that's really fine because a month ago I backed up my phone. So I know it's backed up at least as of a month ago. I'll just reset my phone, get all my data back. We're going to be totally fine. As we're leaving the mall, I distinctly said, wow, I really have to pee. And then I was talking to my friend Bailey and I was like, maybe I'll just wait till I get home. We don't have a lot of time. So I drive back to her house. I drop her off. I go back to my house. I have to pee a bad one. I run upstairs, try to unlock my door. But my keys are fucking gone. They are inside my apartment. And I was like, 
that is totally fine. I've got an app on my phone that can unlock my door. Guess what? My phone's broken. My phone is reset. My phone is wiped. It's a new clean ass baby. And I was like, that's totally fine. I got my computer with me. I'll just plug it in. I'll back everything up. So I sat my ass outside of my apartment. I plugged my phone in. I connected to my little Wi-Fi. And it said, time remaining, about a day. I go, excuse me? Come again? I don't have a day. So I'm sitting outside my apartment. I go, there's only one answer here to get in. And it's climb my balcony. Bitch, I've thought about this. Okay, I've been laying awake in bed at night. And I'm like, what happens if I leave my keys inside and I accidentally don't have my phone? The only answer is climb my balcony. I live on the third floor, technically. Well, lived because a bitch doesn't live there anymore. But I lived on the third floor, but there is a patio on the second floor. So technically, I live on the second floor. Like, there's only one person below me from this patio. So I was like, I can totally climb up. It's not that hard. And this person has, like, a little fence. So I can climb up on their fence, and we're going to be totally fine. So I immediately knew what the answer was. I went downstairs. I knocked on this person's door below me. Never met them in my life. This poor person was so bewildered because I just knocked on their door and I was like, hey, I need to borrow your key to get on the patio to climb my balcony. Can you imagine opening your door to some bitch sweating profusely because I had been running up and down? Oh, because I had to run back down to my car, drive to the gas station and pee because I have the world's smallest water and I'm not about to wait to pee. That's the thing about me. I got a bladder prolapse. You know what pregnant ladies have, like how they can't hold their pee? I've had that since as long as I can remember. I've never been able to hold my pee. Someone on my comment section on TikTok was like, go to like a pelvic floor physical therapist. No physical therapist is touching my cooch. They could keep their physical therapy far away from my downstairs. What are they going to do? I don't understand. How are you going to make it lift weights? Like give it a booty band? What do you want for my cooch? Like leave it alone. So that's not going to happen. We're just going to have to deal with it. And I pee. We're good. So in this situation, I'm just I'm sweating at this point. But I'm like, I am maniacally calm. I'm unbelievably calm because I was like, there's one thing I'm going to do. And it's climb this balcony, hurt back and all. I wonder how I hurt my back and I do dumb shit like this. But he was like, okay, like, are we sure that's the answer? Can't we call maintenance? Baby girl, it is a Sunday. Your maintenance is in bed, watching the game cup of coffee at church they're anywhere but on this property so he unlocks the patio door for me and he's like well I expected to go back in his apartment no but he's watching me he's like are you sure you want to try climbing and I'm like I have never been more sure of something in my short 21 years of life let's go I try climbing he's like I don't think it's gonna work and I was like one thing about me is I'm gonna make it work long story short it did not work shocker I know and then we go back into his apartment. And he's like, okay, let's just try to find a maintenance number. We couldn't find an emergency maintenance number. I go back upstairs. I'm still calm as a fucking cucumber because what are you going to do? But at this point, I just kind of start laughing. Like, I'm just giggling. I'm just going insane. It's just hysterical. And I was like, this is just about as fun as it can get around here. So I tell my friend Bailey that I had just dropped off. And my favorite screenshot of all time is the screenshot she took on that call. Of me just like cackling with my hands, like my face in my hands. And it looks like I'm just sobbing my ass off. And she's in the corner losing her shit, just laughing at me. But that's basically how that whole day went. Me just losing my shit and her just laughing. And I'm like, that is what a good friend does, honestly. That's how you know. So I was like, Bailey, here's the plan. We need to find an emergency maintenance number and we need to find it now. So I did some more digging. I found the number and I was like, can you please call this number? So she calls the number. They said, hey, bestie, it's going to be 50 bucks. We'll be there in an hour. I don't have an hour. I have to plan this party. It's happening in two hours. So I don't have an hour to sit on my ass and wait for you to get here. 
Also, 50 fucking dollars to get in my own apartment? I'll be damned, okay? I'm keeping my little money. There's only one other answer. And I was like, oh my God, Bailey, ding, 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 I have an idea. You download the app on your phone, then you drive back over here and lock the door. She's like, okay, perfect. She downloads the app and it sends me a confirmation code. Guess who can't get the fucking confirmation code text because she doesn't have a phone? It's me. So also I FaceTime here on my computer. I don't know if I made that clear. It makes a little more sense now. So I was like, this is unfucking real. So what I ended up doing was like canceling my phone upload. I was like, just screw it. I'll just erase all my data, open my phone as a new phone, download the app and then do it. So I did that. I opened as a new phone. I got inside and I cleaned, I packed and I planned a party in two hours and no one was any the wiser. So hostess with the hostess, thank you very much. That was the beginning of my week. Okay, now moving on. A few days later, I go to a med spa. I get a facial. Now, I'm not saying this facial did anything. I'm just giving you a timeline, okay? So I get this facial. It's actually a very nice, relaxing facial. But I never get cystic acne. Like, I will get, like, big red bumps that are very easy to pop and very much on the surface. Now, over the next few days, something starts to form that's, like, deeper than usual. And while my parents are here, they're, like, packing, and I'm having to, like, kind of get ready because I have to film a whole haul. And I was like, what is this bitch on the side of my face? So I tried to pop it. And I was like, damn, that was really painful. I started tearing up a little. Like, it was a painful boy. But me being me and being determined, I was like, no, 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 no. I can always. Like, you really should not pop zits. But, like, if there's one that I can't get, I'm like, no, 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 no. This is my own face. We're not going to do this. Like, this, this is not your real estate. So I, like, got in there. And I was like, okay, Beth, you know the drill. Stop messing with things. Like, if it takes more than three tries, you got to put your hands away and stop poking at it. Whatever. I stopped. So the night that I dropped my parents off, I went back in the mirror and I was like, I can do this. I can get him. I could see him. I can squeeze out the little cavern under there. It'll be fine. I'll go from underneath it and I'll make it work. I was channeling the esthetician inside me. I was making all these technical terms up inside my brain and I pretty sure I made it worse. And by pretty sure I know I made it worse because I was like, okay, Bethany, you need to just go the fuck to bed. Honestly, I didn't mess with it that much, but I messed with it enough to like make it mad. And by that, I mean, I touched it lightly with my pinky toe. I'm sorry, who's pinky toe? No, I just touched it lightly. So I went to bed and I was like, in the nighttime, all the little nighttime healing elves will come out and work on it, which by the way, I fully believe that there were like little elves inside of your blood that would like come work on scabs of things for a concerningly long time. But I was like, if you go to bed, it'll heal. You'll be fine in the morning. It'll go away. It'll just like maybe be a little red in the morning. You'll be fine. I wake up in the morning with a literal marble in my cheek. This thing is circular. Okay. It's hard. It's painful, which you know how I like it. And it's like getting hot to the touch. And it's just a gnarly looking thing on my face. Like my face looks like I got my wisdom teeth out. It's so swollen. And I was like, are you fucking hitting me so I just like tried not to touch it but I was kind of starting to freak out and I had a meeting super early that morning so like I went to the meeting I was looking so rough and I was like I cannot believe I'm showing my face in public right now and then I go home my sister comes over to help me pack she just keeps looking at my face and she's like Beth I didn't really want to say anything but yeah I think that's getting pretty bad because I was like starting to freak out it was getting bigger it was getting harder and usually I get hyped about something of that manner but this time around, I was not having it. No funny business, please. So she's like, I really think you should go to the urgent care. And I was like, well, I feel like it's fine. Because I had like messaged my med spa. And they're like, you should come in tomorrow. And I was like, baby, girl, I leave the country, basically. I leave the mainland. It's not going to work. So she's like, I really think that you should go to like an urgent care. And I was like, do I look like I have time for an urgent care? Babe, I leave tomorrow. I have so much packing left to do. 
Long story short, I ended up going to the urgent care. I was there for like hours. And then they just told me, yeah, just here's some antibiotics, which is kind of a relief because I thought they're going to like cut open my face and like drain this bitch because it was getting gnarly. So they gave me antibiotics and some clindamycin and sent me on my merry little way. And then from there, I left immediately to a recording session for my song because they lost all three hours of our recordings, all of the re-records, all the harmonies, all of the good stuff. So I had to go immediately record for three hours my swollen face and it was not my best work I'm not gonna lie like I was so flustered I was so tired I was so like just not with the program so I am praying that we got some good stuff to work with from that I don't know how I'm gonna work on my song from Hawaii but just know that when this motherfucking song comes out you all better be crying to it in the car thinking about me singing with a swollen face don't cry because it's sad cry because you're like my poor girl probably looked really stupid and you can cry laugh at me and that's totally fine and I support that decision. I promise I'm gonna get to like the point of this episode but I'm not done gossiping with the girl ace. Thank you. So this morning, (laughs) this morning, I wake up at 7 a.m. and I said, you've got two hours to get on the road and you're gonna drive 10 hours to New Mexico and you're gonna get a really good night's sleep and you're gonna get there shortly after it's dark. You're gonna be fine. I'm like cleaning, I'm packing, getting shit together. And then I look at the clock and I'm like, it's like already nine and I'm not, I'm not quite done. So I dropped some stuff up my assistant's house for to go like literally in my library books. I was like, hey, bestie, can you help me with your library books? Because I don't have time. And then like the rest of my Poshmark stuff, which by the way, Tiffany is an angel. She is God's gift to this earth. I would not be able to do this without her, 100%. So after I was done with that, I was like, okay, just like a few more trips down to the car, just a few more things to store. And then it was a trip after trip after trip. And I was starting to get like, so overwhelmed and so exhausted my body at this point is just so physically exhausted she's like we're done we're checking out we want off this team thank you and I was just like nearly in tears and I was like there's not enough room in that car for all of my stuff plus my suitcases and then I have to go to my storage unit and make a million trips up and down and right now I'm already doing a trip up and down and I'm like shaking I'm like I still have to clean I was just so fucking overwhelmed so I'm like calling every friend I know I'm like I need your car I need your hand everyone's not answering. I am literally doing everything I can not to just like break down hysterically sobbing because I was supposed to be in the car at this point two hours ago. So I'm already two hours past the mark. It's 11 a.m. I look over the clock. It's 11 11. I'm like, fuck you and your 11 11. Leave me alone. I was supposed to be seeing that in the car two hours into my journey. And then I still had to pick up my medication. I did not tend to grab my antibiotics. I still had to ship some boxes because I tried packing everything and I still had two boxes worth of things left over. So I had to ship those. I had to change my mailing address. So many fucking things. I was like, I do not have time for that. Anyways, I ended up getting on the road six hours later. Luckily, one of my friends called me back and she's like, bestie, do you need me? And I said, yes, I do. And also my sister was like, I'll come down. I had another friend who was like, I got you. Like, I'll reschedule a thing. Anyways, my friends really rallied. Love the fuck out of them. It was only six hours. It could have been more hours. Only six. So I call that a win. I'm only getting in at like 12.30 instead of like, I don't know when else I was just getting in. Like 6 p.m. Love that journey for me. Okay, now let's talk about the situation at hand. We're going to talk about Austin, Texas, where I've lived for the last year and a half. So this is Austin, the good, the bad, and the weird. Because, you know, keep Austin weird. And there are some weird parts about it, but like weird like a weird way and like an interesting way. Like, I don't, I don't know if I'm behind this yet, but like I can see the vision. So a year and a half ago, I moved to Austin, Texas from Utah 
And it was the best decision. Like, I will always have such a special place in my heart for that city. I fucking love it. I love the people there. I love the vibe. I like the weather sometimes when it's not super hot. And sometimes it'll also freeze you out. And I'm like, pick a struggle, babe. So let's talk about the good. First of all, the people. I'm going to put the tippity-toppity of my list because I love the people there. Everyone is so open and so kind. People have called it the new L.A. Now, I may just be saying that because I'm biased and I love it. No, but genuinely, I feel like it is a building city. Like, it's definitely a growing city, especially in the arts scenes, especially when it comes to, like, film and acting and, like, influencers, like, that kind of scene. A lot of tech, let me tell you, those tech men, they come out of nowhere. But I feel like it is a growing, vibrant city. Biggest difference, at least for me, between that and L.A. is, like, the people. They are so nice. You could just strike up a conversation with, like, anyone because everyone's new and they're all looking for friends. And, like, they'll wave at you or, like, they'll say hi. Like, they'll just, there's a little bit of that Southern hospitality going on there. And you're like, okay, like, I get into this. Also, everyone's doing something cool. Most people are artistic or they have, like, big dreams for themselves or they want to do something creative. And a lot of people are willing to collab and, like, get created together and talk about it and just, like, oh, let's go meet up for coffee. Let's go grab some lunch, let's grab a drink, and just, like, talk about things. I met some of my very best friends that way. And even if nothing actually ever comes of it creative-wise, like, you get a great friendship out of it, which is so nice. Well, people are so willing to collaborate, and there's such a community aspect to it. It's like, at least from my experience, people that I've met, want you to succeed it's not as much competitive as it is collaborative and holy shit like that is such a big deal in a city and also a little bit like a small town vibe like if you know someone who knows someone who knows someone like you know the whole city basically and then there's just such cool things that come from those connections like events i got to design things i got to collaborate on things i got to host events like all of those fitness influencer events i did in the summer That was just because I went to an event and then I met somebody who met somebody who I went to lunch with and then I ended up hosting influencer events and it was just the coolest freaking experience. And then I just went to a random pool party and started chatting about music and now I'm producing a, well, now I'm singing a song. He is producing it, which by the way, Zach, again, another angel on this earth, long story short, such a great creative place. There's also a really big fitness culture there, which is kind of cool. There's things like yoga in the mornings at Zilka Park. And then after that, you'll go jump into Barton Spring, which is like a little natural pool across the street. There's lots of really cool gyms, whether they're outdoor gyms, indoor gyms. I feel like one of the most popular ones there is Lyft ATX. I had a membership there and then just to Gold's. Weirdly enough, I actually preferred Gold's because I have the hardest time getting behind an open concept gym like when it's outdoor and indoor because I'm either just so hot and I'm sweating and I don't want to be outside or I'm cold and I don't want to be outside I'm just an indoor girly when it comes to working out no but it's so cool the aesthetics are so cool there the people are so cool the men are really hot like you know the vibe babe like we both know what this is about but it really is easy to make friends and like the fitness culture there. And there's always so many things to do. Also, I found this thing called Soulful Sundays, which is hosted by Sphere, which is like a soccer club. But they would do on the last Sunday of the month, they would do like a community run and then a yoga class and then a hit class. And they'd have like pop-ups and they'd have giveaways and cold plunges. And that's actually how I got connected to So Me and just the coolest things. And there's always like something going on where you can get like free passes to Equinox, just like such fun things. I also love, love, loved the Studio 3 yoga classes. I had a membership there for the last few months. I lived in Austin and holy shit, I was addicted. 
if you live in Austin, I would highly recommend their classes. I know they've got like hit classes and cycle classes, but their yoga was that was for sure my favorite. I loved my instructors, especially Carla. She was such a good, mindful, thoughtful, fun instructor. Like she let us try balancing things. Anyways, I'm getting really into it, but the fitness culture out there is so cool. And it's warm and sunny, obvi. Of course, why would you go to Austin if it's not for the warm, sunny weather? It does get a little hot. After this summer, I was like, oh, I'm actually done here because it was like 107 and you walk outside and you're like, I actually have not taken a deep breath in a week because it's so humid and it's so hot. But it's just nice to like walk outside in shorts in November. That's an unbeatable feeling. Also, the city itself is gorgeous. It's a smaller city. I feel like if you look at it and you're like, oh, it's actually like kind of small. Like there's not as many buildings as I thought there was, but it's a beautiful city. I feel like there's so much history and there's so many different little parts. Like there's East Austin, which is so cutie, so hippie. And then there's like South Congress. There's 6th Street, like Lady Bird. There's so many fun facets of it and there's always something to do and always something to see also the sunsets are insane i swear to god the sun is bigger in texas i don't know but every time i see a sunset i'm like no no no. the sun is bigger here i it has to be i don't know what that science is but everything is bigger in texas and specifically means the sun but as i was talking about the city it kind of came to mind that i like that the city's not too big and not too small so you get the city vibe but it's not overwhelming and i feel like it doesn't swallow you up like you can still be an individual you can still make an impact but also you get to do new things all the time you're always meeting new people and then zilker park is like one of my favorite places it's just so fun zilker park is this cutie little park where you could just see all of Austin like you could see the skyline you can see the sunset it's just gorgeous people bring their dogs there you just bring a blanket and you read you're playing volleyball that's where ACL is held it's just a really cool park you meet a lot of people go grab some food now let's get into the bad okay weirdly enough I put number one on my list cat calling actually not weirdly enough because that was probably my biggest pet peeve there and maybe that's just because I have never lived in a big city before but one of my very first memories in Austin is me getting to my first apartment down there and being like, I want to go explore where I live. So I put on some shoes, I put on some shorts, and I was going to go on like a walk and just see what there was to see around my neighborhood. Literally, as soon as I step foot out of the sidewalk and start walking, I get honked at. Someone rolls out their window, honks, and yells. And I was like, excuse you? I keep walking. Literally five minutes later, somebody else honks and yells. And I was like, what? Like, I'm literally basically in the suburbs. Because I was out by the domain, so I was not in a busy or like downtown area. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm just trying to enjoy my peace here. And I was like so rattled at that point because I was a little girl living all alone. I just like got freaked out and turned around five minutes into my walk and just went home and sat my little ass down. I was like, I'm sorry. What the fuck was that? No, from that below forward, I've always gone outside with AirPods in. I don't want to know. But if I ever do go on a walk without AirPods in, my blood boils because people are so gross. They will roll down their windows, they'll honk, they'll yell nasty ass things, and I just cannot fucking stand that. It just, I don't know why, like, it just grosses me out. More than anything, it just, like, pisses me off. Like, I'm sorry. I'm trying to enjoy Mother Nature's nature. I'm trying to enjoy the creations of the Lord outside out here with the call of the birds. And you're out here honking? That is very rude. No, but one time, there was this city worker in his official city car who rolls down his window and starts following me like driving slowly next to me and I take some like random ass turns and he is turning with me trying to talk to me and I was like this is the day that I die if I go missing please find his grave because I've also probably killed him with me 
So if you're walking in the city, just put your AirPods in or maybe don't so you don't get kidnapped. That way people hear people, you know, are walking behind you. Just be aware of your surroundings. And one of the biggest culture shocks was realizing how nasty people are because in good old Utah, I feel like that's not really a thing. Oh, my dear God. Okay, number two, the drivers. I literally stare in awe at the stupidity of the drivers here sometimes. I'm like, did that really just happen? Like, did anybody else just witness that? So you'll literally see three different cars go through a red light. Like the light will turn red and you're like, oh, that person maybe got it. And the person behind them, you're like, oh, that's cutting it close. And then a third person will go through that very, very red light. And you're like, oh, have we not had our turn with the brain cell today? Would you like to put in a request for that? Would you like to file a claim for the brain cell? Because that was not legal, unfortunately. Let's try again. And then you'll literally be, so picture this. You've got three lanes going straight. The left lane is a turn lane. The middle lane is not a turn lane. The right lane, most certainly not a turn lane, okay? You're in the middle lane. The person in the right lane turns left in front of you, okay? What do you do besides stare in shock and horror? And then the second time it happens, you go, oh, that's a little weird. And the third time it happens, you go, oh, so is this a thing? Like, it genuinely happens so much. I'm like, have we all lost our godforsaken minds in this tale? Also, the speed that people drive drives me insane. So in Utah, the speed limit is 70 on good old I-15. You're going 90 on a Monday on your way to work. Okay, you're hauling. I feel like 90 is so common there. Like if I'm going 90, I'm like, why are we going slow? Like, what's the problem here? In Texas, I'm pretty sure the speed limit on the freeways is 60, but you're lucky if you're going 50. People say that people drive fast in Texas. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Wherever I am. I don't care if it's Austin, even like Dallas and Houston. Houston people, oh my God, the drivers in Houston, but we're talking about Austin, focus. The drivers in Austin are just no, and I get it. The traffic is bad. Like the traffic in Austin is getting hefty. Even in the last year and a half that I lived there, the traffic has gotten significantly worse. But just drive, babe. What if we just pressed the pedal? You know what I'm saying? Even when it's like not trafficy though, people are just meandering their way. And I'm like, have we never had a sense of urgency in our lives? Which is really ironic because I'm moving to Hawaii and I promise you that I am going to learn how to chill out and it's going to be a painful lesson to learn, but we got to learn it somehow. All right, number, what are we on? I don't know what we're on, but the drinking culture. There have been other culture shocks. This is the biggest culture shock. Because I grew up Mormon and alcohol was a big, big no-no. And I was like, okay, alcohol noted. If I was alcohol on it, it's all just the same. So I get here and someone's like, what do you want to drink? And I go, first of all, let's chit chat because what the fuck do you mean? So I'm at the bar following my friend's lead and she's like, I'll get a gin and tonic. I'm like, noted. I will also get a gin and tonic. Wrong. Do not get a gin and tonic. Nobody likes gin and tonic. If they say they like gin and tonic, that's like saying you like whiskey. No, you don't. You're lying. I'll get a martini, please. Yeah, could you pour the entire thing of olive juice in there? Like, all of it. If you could fill that to the brim with olive so I don't have to taste an ounce of the vodka, that'd be so stellar. First of all, I figured out what vodka is. Horrifying. Tequila? We can get behind it. Vodka? Grow up. Do you see what I'm saying, though? There's, like, a whole culture behind this, and I was not aware. There were so many opinions about so many things, but I also discovered what a tequila sunrise was, and I was a happy girl. So, write that one down. I still have not gotten the hang of what the fuck I like to drink. Someone goes, what do you like to drink? I don't know. White wine. Which one? The white one. Something with a French name. Something sweet. Just give me whatever the sweetest thing you have at the back is. God, I'm supposed to be being annoyed with alcohol culture, and here I am, going off. But the problem I have with it is that I feel like it's 
a huge part of everything that we do there. Like, I just want to go out and have fun, but it's really weird to have fun and not drink. Like, there's definitely people who are sober, but I feel like every activity involves alcohol. And I just, I don't like drinking. I will drink and I will have fun with it, but I don't necessarily love it. And I don't love it frequently. Like, I'll go out and Milfany will come out. If you guys don't know, Milfany is my alter ego. She's when I get a little crunk and I get a little loose with it. And everybody's my bitch. Okay, first time this girl came out, we were in Newport. You blink, next thing you know, you find me playing shuffleboard with a bunch of 50-year-olds. Okay, having the time of my fucking life. Or on my birthday, when I was just, oh God. You know what? That's a story for another time. My birthday, Melfany came out. She was a menace. Like I said, times like that are super fun. I love letting loose. I love having a good time. But then in the morning, there is not a thought behind your eyes. Nothing in you wants to get up and get going. I also just get the worst anxiety. Like, not even just the morning after. Like, obviously, the morning after, the anxiety is through the roof. But then the following week, I'm just, like, on edge. And I'm annoyed with everything. I think everybody's annoyed with me. I just have, like, the worst anxiety. Like, everything overwhelms me. So I just hate the after effects of it. And I honestly don't even love the current effects of it. Like, they're kind of fun. But also, then I start thinking about the health factors behind it. And, like, thinking about how bad it is for you. And then I just don't have any fun. Because it's literally liquid poison. And every time I have that realization, I'm like, oh, I'm going to put this right down. Also, this is a hot take, but I feel like if you can't have fun without drinking, you need to reevaluate. If you can't go out and be like, I'm just going to have a good chill night. If you have to get like blasted or even just like two or three drinks in, I would reconsider. Like, let's make sure that we are loving ourselves for who we are, which is another reason I've really been thinking about it. I'm like, do I love who I am on a night out sober? And the answer is yes. And I hate feeling like I have to drink to be a part of a group or be a part of the fun. Honest to God, I already act like I'm drunk 98% of the time. So once people are drunk, they're finally on my level. I distinctly remember the 4th of July. I was like, I'm not going to drink today. Like, I just, I really want to have like a sober, fun 4th of July. Like, I want to be here. I want to remember. I want to be cognizant. Throughout the day, as we are drinking, towards the evening, everybody starts getting a little crunk. And I'm like, finally, is my time to shine because I'm already a little unhinged. I'm already a little off my rocker, if you will. And once people start getting loose and unhinged as well, I'm like, this is where we start to have some fun. So I'm talking, I'm laughing, I'm goofing, and I'm having a good ass time because finally people are loose and they're having a good time with me. So who needs a drink when you're already like a little bit what is the word? You think you're so fucking funny and you love the sound of your voice, which is me. I'm recording a podcast, but no, but truly, I love being sober around drunk people because I just have the most off the wall conversations. But the alcohol culture of Austin really does bother me. I kind of stopped going out. I've expressed a lot to like people around me. I'm like, hey, like, I just really don't think I'd be coming out. I really want to wake up in the morning. I want to feel good about myself. I want to feel like I'm in control of my body. I want to feel like I'm working with my body towards health. Because if I'm going to the gym so much, and if I'm eating so well, and I'm focusing on health in every other aspect of my life, why am I going out, staying out super fucking late, and undoing all that progress, harming my body, harming my immune system? Like, that's just not something I frequently want to be doing. Like, it's just not my idea of fun. I prefer to have a night in. I prefer to have one-on-one -on -one conversations or even just like a little group, like three or four people where we're watching a movie or we're doing something fun together or we're going out and doing something that doesn't include drinking or staying out late. 
I just really prefer tighter knit groups. I really prefer like smaller interactions that allow me to go to bed at like a normal old lady time. You know, that's the biggest thing I'm excited for about Hawaii. People are telling me, oh, there's a huge going out scene there. Like, I don't want to fucking know. I don't want to be listening to the same house beat the entire fucking night. Nothing wrong with house. I love me some house music. But there's something about once it hits like 10 p.m., I think it's the same beat the entire night. And honest to God, that puts me to sleep. I'm out in the club trying not to fall asleep. I'm like at a bar and there's a DJ going and I'm like, I am being lulled to sleep. This is a full on lullaby and I am but a child. So I just want to be watching the sunset and then I want to go like have a bonfire and then I want to light a candle and I want to read a book and I want to be 80 years old in peace. Thank you very much. And once upon a blue moon, if Milfany decides she wants to show her lovely little face and shake a little ass, then she'll show her wings, okay? She's a little butterfly. I, my family listens to this podcast. That is really unfortunate for me. But for the most part, I really am just not a fan of it anymore. I'm tired. Okay, now let's get into the weird Boston. Wait, hold on. One more bad. The infrastructure. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about the roads? Can we talk about how old everything is? Okay. I just want to put that in there. Nothing makes sense. All the rules are different. All the road signs don't make any sense. There's no middle lanes. There's no designated turn lanes, except for in that analogy I use. But for the most part, the lanes are tiny and they just say fun for yourself. And it's terrifying. Anyways, back to the weird. Now, this one might be a little niche, but there's not a lot of cops that I've noticed. In Utah, every turn you freaking take, you look over your shoulder, boom, cop, boom, cop. Someone's pulled over, boom, another cop. In Austin, you hear a lot of sirens. I don't see a lot of cops. That was like one of the first things I noticed when I was pulling in. I was like, I haven't seen a cop in like two days. Where are they? Where are you now? And maybe that's just, I don't know what that is. Maybe they're busy. Maybe they're doing other things. Maybe they've got shit to do because in Utah, they don't have crap to do. But um, in Austin, they're like, actually, babe, we're bucked and busy. This is an establishment. We have clients. I am a business woman. But yeah, no, I was like, I don't know where they are. Actually, that's a lie because in the past week, I've seen a concerning amount of cops, like way more than usual. I'm like, oh, so now we're spawning. You guys are making sure you escort me out of the city. Just like a weird random thing I noticed. Okay, number two, it's really fucking windy in the spring. Like you walk outside and you're like, hold on to your freaking hat. Hold on your skirt, Marilyn Monroe style. It is windy. And it honestly is really annoying because I just want to go outside and enjoy like the actual weather that's not blistering hot. But maybe it's the lack of mountains. Maybe it's... No, that's probably what it is, honestly. Just very, very windy. And I heard someone call windy season one time. And I was like, imagine having a whole season that's just wind. Okay, back to the roads. I don't know what it is with me in the roads right now. Could be that I'm on the road. But the one ways. I'm a suburb girly. You are fucking me up with the one ways, okay? You're scaring the civilians. I can't do this anymore. You want me to go a one way? No. This is a free country. I'm going to go whatever way I want to. I'm trying to turn on a road. I'm like, I know the place I want to go is a block away, but I can't get there until I turn 600 times to get around the corner because it's one way after one way. The amount of times I've turned up a down way, not cute. Okay. It's not quirky anymore. You got to figure it out. You got to put your big girl pants on. No, but the one race did, they did mess me up at first, but I'm getting the hang of it a year and a half later. And now I'm leaving. Also back to the music. There's a really big house and EDM crowd. I didn't really know a whole lot about like house or any of that before I moved on to Austin. And now I, I love house. Obviously, I just talked a little bit of shit a few minutes ago. But like there's a difference. Like there's good shit. And then there's like, okay, we get it. We get it kind of shit. So I like the fun ones. I like the good ones. I don't know the terminology. 
but I know when it sounds good and I know when it doesn't, according to the science and religion and history of Bethany. The stuff that my friend Zach, which his DJ name is Yoki and Y-O-K-I, I believe, his music is lovely, so fantastic, so good, not so subtle plug. Also, I'm coming out with a house track with him. I'm sorry, Little Miss Bethany, a house girly pop. But that one sounds really cool. I don't know when it's coming out. He's working on that one, but the vocals are all done. If that one comes out before Safe Place, you have to boycott it until Safe Place is out. Excuse me? No, I'm kidding. No, it's really good. You have to go listen when it's out. I will, I will update you. I like that kind of stuff. However, there's a really big like rave scene, which I've noticed. It's also really funny because you'll meet people who are like, no, I'm really into fitness. I don't drink. I'm like, okay, but you were doing a very certain popular rave drug. I'm sorry. Am I allowed to say drug on this? Again, my family listens to this podcast. I was like, you're doing a very certain something, something like last weekend. But no, 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 no. Of course, no, don't drink. That would be terrible. It just cracks me up. It really does. But there's like a huge rave scene here and like EDM and house. I feel like once you move here, like you will like house. By the end of it, you will be converted. And honestly, that's kind of all I can think about. Austin is amazing. I do love it so much. My reasons for moving there weren't very clear. It was just kind of like New York sounds cold and dirty. LA sounds annoying. So Austin it is. It wasn't as big of a live music scene as I expected. Also, I watched 20-somethings, the Austin version, before I came down. What the hell was that? They went to, like, the worst bars that made no sense. They did not experience Austin at all. I was given the very wrong impression of it. But honestly, Austin was way better than they made it seem. So much fun. I'm going to miss that place with my whole heart. Like, leaving was really hard. I know I want to go to Hawaii, and there's something in me that's feeling very called to it. And it feels like this is the next step on my path. But it was really hard to make the decision to leave Austin. Like, I could have seen myself there for years. You're always meeting new people. I could do without the going out. But I think that, you know, there are other facets of that. Like, I probably could have dug into the fitness culture a little bit more there. Like, there's other facets or cultures I could have dug into. But it really was a beautiful experience there. I loved it. Anybody who knew me, I would rave about it. Every time they're like, how's Austin? I love it. I love it so much. The weather is great for the most part if it's not melting your bones off. And I've heard that this winter is like the coldest winter. So if you're moving there, it would hold off until after the winter because I have a feeling some pipes are going to be bursting this season. So keep those taps dripping, Austin girlies. Don't get frozen. Start stockpiling water and food because the Texas infrastructure, again, is not to par. She's having an off day. Okay, she needs some self-care. But yeah, I really do like it. It's such a fun city. I'm truly so sad to leave. And if you're a girly pop in her 20s and you're looking for somewhere to move, I highly, highly, highly suggest Austin. And if you live there now, embrace it. It's such a cool place. Another weird one. I don't know if this is bad or weird, but the allergies. I didn't have any allergies till I lived there. And also my skin was beautifully clear before I lived there. And as soon as I moved down there, my skin broke out so badly and I never got it under control. So now that I'm finally leaving, I'm hoping that my skin, I'm hoping, she's a hoping girl. I'm hoping that my skin will finally clear up. But yeah, allergies is a big one. Cedar fever, I got that when I came down. It's just lots of pollen, makes you freaking sick. But you know, Austin's great. Besides like the fever and the allergies and the cystic acne, just kidding. I wasn't cystic until this last freaking week. So Austin... I'm going to miss you so bad. Austin, for me, represented so much freedom, so much exploration, so much growth. It was my first big city. It was my first venture out of Utah. I truly, truly made a home there. It is insane to me that a year and a half I went there not knowing anybody. I'd never even been to the city in my life. 
I hopped in my car and I drove 20 hours down. I got locked out of my apartment. First time I was ever in Austin, I climbed through my window, broke into my own apartment, and I loved every second of it. So I'm going to miss it so badly, and it has done so much good for me. Austin, you were good to me. I met my favorite people. I made my favorite memories, and now it's time for the next journey. Thank you for joining me on BS with Bethany Simcoe. I'm hoping to record at least one more little episode. You guys are going to get so sick of me. But the next one is going to be more about my move, my decision to move, how I move states, all the good things. So if you're hearing this, you have any questions about that. If I get this out in time for you guys to be able to ask questions, I'd love to hear your input. Otherwise, go ahead and follow me on BS with Bethany Simcoe on Instagram. In Hawaii, I would love to start focusing on the podcast more and be more interactive on that as well because it's such a fun place to just chit-chat. Talk about more things, get a little bit more in depth, joke around a little. So I will see you on Instagram and I will see you whenever I see you. That has been BS with Bethany Simcoe.